welcome to Soul Counseling with Shannon Autumn, a weekly counseling podcast about connection, meaning, and transparency. I'm Shannon. Thank you so much for tuning in. So I noticed in this episode, I ramble a lot. I talk in circles. However, I think it ties in with the episode topic, which is the cyclical movement between experiences. So I will be sure to elaborate more on defining internal and external worlds in later episodes. And also you'll be hearing my love cooking right now. So that is what you are hearing in the kitchen. It's not that far from where I'm recording. And I also noticed that I use the word scary towards the end of the episode. So I just invite you to excuse that languaging if it is harmful. However, I also offer this invitation for you to recognize the same energy of fear, how the same energy of fear, the word same energy of scary can be used for something else. So think of what can blossom from the release of fear when you hear that word. I also use the word autonomy a lot in this episode, so if you're not quite familiar with that word just yet, you can also think of independence or your capability to take action. And in release of my first episode, I had this realization of my attachment in wanting to be liked and how I need to learn how to release that in order to be free to express myself because I do use languaging and even have discussions on things that are triggering. However, I believe it is important to have these opportunities to be triggered so that we are able to work through them. And really being able to release this attachment of this attachment and wanting to be liked Um, is important because I to it's important to be to have that so we can be free to express ourselves because really it's um, with this intention of wanting to help others to help you work through any challenges and work towards balance and in honoring not just the light but also the shadow so we'll go ahead and get into this next episode in this episode we will explore the ideas the idea of cycles this cycling between inner and outer worlds and looking at what our external world is and what our internal world is and how this dynamic movement of experience occurs between these two worlds these two worlds that we experience and so when I mention this idea of two worlds this can explain why Two people can go to the same event or have similar factual, um, similar factual information or factual 
experiences that has happened to them. So their circumstance is almost exact. However, how they perceive it can be very differently. So that this dynamic movement between inner and outer worlds explain this, explains this different perception. And so cycling between inner, inward and outward <clears throat> experience, excuse me, and take a sip of water. So cycling between inward and outward experience involves dynamic movement. However, instead of thinking of movement of the limbs, I invite you to explore the idea of proprioception, this movement and space perception, where your limbs are in space and the connection to stimuli within the body. How this movement of the limbs influences this connection to stimuli within. And so take a moment to think about the function of the limbs. its function for mobility, stability, and to extend from one point to another. Now let's relate this to the dynamics of inward and outward experience. This dynamic, this dynamic relationship between mobility and stability and how that relates to moving from one point or one location, one perception to another. So this awareness of inner and outer worlds, this cyclical pattern of continually taking in information, processing it and deciding what to do with the information is continually at play with our experiences. Even when we are unaware, we are continually taking in information and processing it. And when there is this lack of awareness, there is this difficulty to, to decide what to do with it, what to do with this information. And so when we become more aware of this cyclical pattern of taking in information, processing it, and deciding what to do with it, then we have this, this foundation for stability, stability in the way that we process it, and mobility with the way that we decide in what to do with the information. And this allows us to move and engage in dynamic movement from one perception to another, from one location to another, and to engage in this transition in our lives. You can also think of information as sensation and feeling. This information can be from the outer world, so sensing with the five senses, the five physical senses. And this information can also be seen in our internal world. So our sense that goes beyond the five senses. Uh, and excuse this watering noise, it's my tower garden. So 
you might be hearing it on the podcast from time to time. I probably should have timed it better, but I'm already in my flow, so we'll just continue on. And so this idea of sensation and this idea of information being sensation and feeling. And so there's that outer information of sensation and this inner information, this information of inner sensation, and also this inner information of feeling and how these states of being and these experiences can provide information with the way that we process what we receive. And feelings or emotional states provide crucial information we need to acknowledge and consider. Information about your mental and emotional well-being. And I believe that mental, emotional conditions, when they are not dealt with, they manifest as physical symptoms within the body that is pretty much alerting you that something needs to be paid attention to. So when we are able to bring this awareness with our mental and emotional well-being, then we have we have more autonomy with the way that we process information and process sensation and feeling and deciding what to do with that. And when we have when we have more of that awareness with this information, then we can see if what we do with it is aligned with our highest and best. And when I say highest and best, I mean aligned with your higher purpose, aligned with your state of being that leads to love, that leads to self-love for yourself, or love for yourself, self-love. And and so what happens when we are not acknowledging sensation and feeling? What happens when we go through the motion of our experiences without this acknowledgement. So what happens is that stagnation occurs. This immobility that stems from unresolved trauma or conflict, and this governs our cognitive and behavioral patterns, cognitive and behavioral patterns that take root to your sense of being. And these are roots that is embedded in soil that lacks nourishment. It's like roots embedding in the ground, yet lack the ability to take in nourishment. And even if there isn't an attempt to take in this nourishment, the ground lacks essential and non-essential vitamins for proper and healthy functioning. And so, what is the ground then? The ground is represented as our stability. And with something as dynamic and changing as sensation and feeling, stability is needed. And that stability comes with how we process this information. Having this inner system with the way that we process sensation and feeling, especially the sensation and feeling that revolves around discomfort. And remember, when I say proper and healthy functioning, 
Proper and healthy functioning is unique to the individual. So while we strive, what we strive for is, a, is similar. We strive for a sound mind and body. Yet it's also important to detach from the one-size-fits-all approach and the blanketed symptom treatment for all individuals. And so this involves being aware of that dynamic movement, that dynamic and cyclical pattern between your outer world and your inner world. When we bring more awareness to that dynamic movement with the way that we take in information, the way that we process it, and the way, um, the way that we decide to do with that information, the way we decide what to do with that information, then we have more autonomy to align to the sound mind and body. And so consider the various implications of sensation and how this information is processed from outward experience to inward experience and vice versa. So how this information is processed from inward experience to outward experience. So this dynamic movement goes both ways. The way informative sensation is processed is also unique. So this is where the stability comes in, your own sense of stability that comes in that only you can provide for yourself, that only you can provide the support for yourself in the way that you process information, process sensation and feeling from your inner world and your outer world. And the process of allowing sensation and feeling to move through you rather than immobilize you. And so moving through the realms of awareness and bridging how to draw inner guidance for cognitive and behavioral patterns that support your health and well-being is being called for. Being able to move through this realm of awareness within you, with your own experiences, with the way that you perceive your circumstances and the way that you act in your circumstances. When you are able to move through this realm of awareness, then it bridges this inner guidance that helps support the cognitive and behavioral patterns that is aligned with a sound mind and body. And when I say moving through realms of awareness what i mean is understanding that there is intention behind your behaviors and so what is your intention intention behind that behavior or even what you're thinking and how that is either that how that is either similar to what you were saying or the opposite. And as you become aware of these dissonances, this misalignment, then being able to bridge that gap, bridge that gap to an inner guidance so you're able to reframe these patterns so that you can align with your highest and best. 
And so there is this need to find balance between non-action and action. And why moving through non-action and action is important when developing awareness and acknowledging acknowledging what you want to do with the information that you're receiving from your inner world and your outer world. And so the call to balance your inner world with your outer world, how to be with the world and also be with yourself rather than becoming lost in one or the other is being called for here. And why that balance is essential. It is vital for your optimal well-being, finding this balance between non-action and action. It goes to that saying of, you need to think before you act. And also, when you act, thinking about your intention behind that behavior. And then moving through this state of non-action, this state of drawing inner guidance, bridging this gap to your, bridging this gap, if there is one, and being able to connect to that inner guidance, connect to that inner wisdom. And then when you have that connection, moving through action, action that is aligned to your higher purpose. Non-action and action is analogous to your inner and outer world. This non-action of drawing in, this non-action that that allows you to draw in inner guidance for you to be able to connect to that inner wisdom. And action allowing you to participate in this outer world of yours non-action being the inner world of reflection of introversion this grounding of inner sensation on a subtle subliminal level that leads to to finding answers within and action being the outer world of sensation of extroversion, the rise of outer sensations on a physical level, and this movement of limbs, this relocation if there needs to be one. And so with this idea of non-action and action at play with our experiences, it is important to be able to move through these experiences of being, this experience of grounding of your inner sensation and being able to rise your sensations on a physical level, being able to act these out in a way that, in a way that allows for this dynamic movement so that mobility can occur 
then there's this process of movement between these states of being and what happens when there is stagnation, stagnant emotional energy that induce immobilization. This can be seen as an individual experiencing stage fright, the immobilization of vocal cords. Or when we allow this movement to occur, the natural flow of inspired speech. And so again, two people going on stage, yet two people perceiving the stage differently and then participating in the outer world differently. So there is this dynamic movement of experience that occurs with our inner world and our outer world. When studying inward and outward experience, we can use the example of words and linguistic programming. How the thoughts you engage in align with the words you actually say and vice versa. How the words you actually say align with the thoughts that you engage in. And speaking from personal experience, it seems common to have this misalignment between inner dialogue and the dialogue you have with others. This shows when people say, I am fine, when there is constant mind chatter that says otherwise. And so when we acknowledge this dissonance, this misalignment, then we can see what about this movement of experience, this movement of, of what, how we participate in the world and how we, how we perceive ourselves, how this is either aligned with our highest and best with a sound mind and body with our higher purpose or the opposite. An inner dialogue is part of your inner world that is essential for how you perceive the world around you. This dialogue that you have with yourself and also the dialogue that you have with a higher source, this dialogue that occurs when there is this non-action. So you're able to strengthen that connection with inner wisdom, inner guidance. The inner dialogue that occurs on an intrapersonal level and on a transpersonal level. And with minimal stimuli from the external world, then we are able to better engage in this idea of non-action, engage in this and even disengage, disengaged from action. And we are in a better position to listen to our inner dialogue. And so cycling between internal and external experience is a process that needs practice and it requires awareness. It is the multi-dimensional, the multi-multi-directional, 
movement of experience that governs how we function in the world. So this movement between our inner world to our outer world and our outer world to our inner world, the way that we take in information, process it, and decide what to do with this information. And also the way that we decide what to do with that information, that action, can also continue to provide information on what's going on internally. And so really building this awareness of this movement of experience can see if you are in a cycle that is leading you to sustainability, leading you to happiness, to your higher purpose that is in alignment with your highest and best, or if you are in a cycle that is creating more distance from you and your higher purpose, creating more distance between you and a sound mind and body. And so I see this when people, especially people who are in this self-sabotaging type of cycle and not being aware of that is so is so scary because when we are not aware of the cycle that is detrimental to our health then we spiral down and so when we bring awareness to cycles the cycle of experience we can see if we are in that cycle and then we have the autonomy once we acknowledge what's going on we have the autonomy to come out of that we have the autonomy to create the cycle that is aligning to a sound mind and body that is setting up a circumstance in your life that is leading to more growth and development And so this multi-directional movement, this dynamic movement of experience governs how we function in the world and also how we perceive ourselves. And think of the root system, the process of roots embedding in the earth and developing your your ability to take in information from which you are standing. So be able to take in information from the circumstance that you're in, from the current cycle that you're in. And then you can decide, either you can continue your growth in that cycle or a new cycle needs to start. And while we cannot always control external circumstances, how we process the information is within reach. How we process the information governs our connection to the inner dialogue that we have on a transpersonal level, on an intrapersonal level, this divine wisdom within between your soul and spirit. And divine wisdom is present. It's present within you at all times. And it is in that presence we are able to counsel the soul and receive counsel from spirit, the divine, your higher source. You're able to listen to that source of love, 
And so building awareness of this presence bridges the dynamic movement between counsel from spirit to soul and this connection between this higher source and that higher self leads to understanding and leads to development and allows us to be with a cycle that is aligned with our our optimal health and well-being and so when we build awareness with this movement that involves practice that involves noticing how you participate in the world and also the perception that you have about yourself how you perceive yourself influences how you participate in the world and imagine if we perceive ourselves as this love the source of love and we are able to connect to that source of love regularly imagine how we participate in the world imagine how people would participate in the world if there was that connection to source connection to that source of love and this is where self-love can come in when we are aware of the cyclical movement of experience then we can we can acknowledge the information that we receive from our feelings and from what we sense from our environment and as we build that awareness then we're able to trust we're able to connect that gut feeling of intuition of trusting what we hear within ourselves and what we listen within ourselves and as we listen more deeply and in alignment with this source of love this higher sense of purpose then we can engage in action that is aligned with that as well and so really this idea of cycling between internal and external experience is a process that we're constantly engaged in we're continually engaged in this process of cycling between these states of being whether we are aware of it or not and so when we bring awareness to that cycle we are able to see what is working for us and what is not working for us And like I said, we can't always control these external circumstances, yet we have that autom- autonomy to, to decide how we, how we respond to the circumstance. And we can see, we, could, we can see and acknowledge if, that, if our responses are in alignment with self-love. That is in alignment with understanding compassion all these higher sources 
of being that is within ourselves. And when we bring more awareness to the cyclical pattern, we strengthen that connection with the divine wisdom within. We strengthen this connection to meaning. And we also develop more transparency with ourselves. So building this awareness requires practice. It requires really being transparent with yourself in the way that you perceive yourself and the and the intention behind your behaviors. And this allows us to be able to receive counsel for the soul. Much love to you for sticking around and listening. I appreciate you being able to listen through my rambling. If you feel moved to do so, I would appreciate you leaving a review to help other listeners find this podcast. Hopefully it's positive. Feel free to share with family, friends, and anyone you think would benefit from the content. Visit LaishaZen.com, L-I-G-H-T-S-H-A-Z-N to learn more about me and my offerings. To support this podcast, you can donate the amount of your choice through PayPal by visiting the Light Shazen website and clicking the donate button at the bottom of the page. A link will be included in the show notes. So tune in to the next episode until next time. The light within me honors and respects the beautiful and divine light within you. Namaste.